Welcome to Front Office Pros. We are entering into week five. We're going to be going through our start sits. We talk about our smash player. We talk about our sleeper player and our stinker player. Hut, hut, hike! So, Joe, starting with the quarterbacks, who do you have as your smash play for week five? Yeah, my smash play at quarterback this week is going to be quarterback Jordan Love. Uh, Packers have the third easiest matchup for the quarterback position this week, according to the PFF strength to schedule tool. And the Raiders have allowed the eighth most points to the quarterbacks this season. And, you know, the Packers offense, Jordan Love's been pretty good, but now they're get, getting healthier. Um, they're getting their guard in Jenkins back this week. And then Aaron Jones and Christian Watson should be healthier than they were Thursday night. Obviously, they get the extended uh, rest, especially from that Thursday night game, but then they're playing on Monday night this week as well. So they should be healthier this week uh, for that Packers offense. I, I'm with you. I mean, the Raiders secondary is one of the worst in the league, and we've been talking about that for a while now. Uh, so as a as a result, in my mind, it's like Jordan loves a great matchup. I mean, so it depends on who else you have, um, but I think he is a smash play. So Joe, uh, would you start Trevor Lawrence going up against the Bills or Jordan Love? Yeah, I would. I would play Jordan Love over Trevor Lawrence, and I've got Trevor Lawrence in a couple leagues, and Jordan Love is one of those options. If I have, I, I'm looking to pivot off of Trevor Lawrence. He's been really disappointing outside of the first week. Uh, the Bills' defense has been tough, and they just slowed down the best offense in football last week. So I'm definitely looking to pivot off, and Jordan Love is one of those options. Yeah, I'm with you. I can't believe how bad Trevor Lawrence has been. You and I talked about it. I thought that he was going to really, you know, just take that next jump with Calvin Ridley being acquired. I just don't know what's happened. Um, I want to say that Doug Peterson was calling the plays last year, and now his offensive coordinator, I want to say it's Press Taylor, is now kind of calling the plays. I wonder, you know, people don't realize how important the coordinators are. Uh, and uh, I know that might have something to do with it. I don't know, but it, it definitely seems odd. Yeah, see, I just thought the second year with the Peterson system, I mean, whether or not who's calling the plays, I mean, that does change things. But I just figured second year with this Peterson system, you know, we'd see that jump out of him. Uh, maybe we still will just have him early yet. Yeah, now how about uh, Jared Goff? He's going up against – who's he going up against? I believe the Panthers. They got the Panthers yeah, at home yeah, this week. Yeah, so Jared um, Goff going up against the Panthers. You start him. Yeah, I think uh, I think I would start Jordan Love over Jared Goff. I think Goff can have a good game. Just I just think uh, the Lions are going to get out to a lead in that one, and he's really not going to have to pass a lot. Yeah, Carolina's a stingy defense, uh, so I'm with you. I don't like the Jared Goff matchup. I'm going to go with Jordan Love instead. How about Justin Fields going up against the Commanders tonight? Yeah, I think... That's where I kind of draw the line as far as how high do I start Jordan Love. I, really? I think I'm going to roll with uh, Justin Fields, you know, against the commander's defense. I'm going to go with Love, honestly. Um, I think Fields is a cupcake matchup against the Broncos, but commanders can be a little bit more tough. That defensive line, um, I think one of the better ones in football. So, uh, Plus, it's Thursday night. You never know what Thursday night. Sometimes it's a little bit kooky, <laughs> and, the, and the scoring isn't that much. Yeah, it definitely could happen, but I, I think, uh, you know, they might they might get down and, I you know, 
Fields, I think, I just like his ceiling between his rush and the pass. Uh, one other play I'm curious about for you. How about uh, Kirk Cousins going up against the Chiefs? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to roll with Kirk Cousins. I'm going to play him. We just saw uh, Zach Wilson, you know, do pretty well against the Chiefs defense. Despite the Chiefs defense, you know, it looked like top five early on, uh, really good. But, um, I, I mean, it's just so tough to move off of Kirk Cousins. He's been so good. I know he had a so-so game against Carolina last week, but I, I believe that's in Minnesota, um, and I think they rebound at home. Yeah, I agree. You got to roll with – you got to go roll with Kirk Cousins. He's just been too good. So my sleeper of the week, and I can't believe I'm actually recommending this, uh, but I'm going to say quarterback Zach Wilson. Look, uh, he's going up against Denver Broncos, and they've let up the most amount of points uh, for quarterbacks this entire season. Stats-wise, you know, Wilson was really impressive. Essentially outplayed Mahomes on Sunday Night Football. Uh, honestly, this is a purely a matchup-based play for me, uh, but it's risky, and it could be worth the risk. Um, if you're, you know, we do have bye weeks right now, so it's not the worst bye week stream. Um, I don't know if I have the guts to do it because I'm in a bye week and I'm electing to go Josh Dobbs instead. They go a little bit more of the floor play, but I mean, I could see someone going after Wilson. If you're desperate, you're zero four or something, and you got something, you need to make something happen, and you got Herbert on bye, maybe you just do that and go with Zach Wilson. Am I nuts? No, I don't think you're nuts. The the Broncos have been that bad. I mean, their their defense is number thirty two, um, and they just I mean Justin Fields looked like Patrick Mahomes out there last week against this defense. Um, I don't think you're crazy, and you know the Jets Jets offense will definitely move the ball. And you know we just said it. Zach Wilson looked better against the Chiefs defense at home last week. If he you know continues that forward momentum against this Broncos, he could be a pretty decent play. So would you be starting? Zach Wilson over Jared Goff? I think I would. I don't know. I mean, Goff is going up against the Panthers. That's a tough, tough matchup. We've seen it be pretty stingy. Monrod, St. Brown might not play. Um, Montgomery got three touchdowns, basically get the has a Jamal Williams role. If he's getting rushing touchdowns, that means Goff's not getting the touchdowns, obviously. So I think I might. Yeah, I mean, like, like you said, I mean, if you're looking for points and – you know, need points in your matchup, you're chasing them, need that ceiling. I think it's hard to believe. I think Zach Wilson might have the higher ceiling over Jared Goff this week. But how about Daniel Jones or Zach Wilson? Ooh, Daniel Jones has been rough. He's going up against Miami, and Miami has been susceptible. It's a coin flip for me. If I had to pick one, uh, I don't know. I don't know. If you want a safer floor, you go with Jones. If you want the ceiling, you go Wilson. Because um, you got to remember, he's got Daniel Jones, especially if Saquon Barkley doesn't play, he's also got the rushing ability, and that's going to help him. So I don't know. That would be one that goes down to the wire for me, but I think I lean Daniel Jones slightly. I, I lean Zach Wilson on that one. I, I mm. Zach Wilson, to me, he's got the better weapons to throw to. Um, got a really good matchup, and – Daniel Jones just has looked absolutely terrible, especially without Saquon Barkley in that he really needs a strong run game. And if Barkley's not playing, I don't like him. Okay. Um, and over, over to you, uh, you know, you gave it to me. How about Kirk Cousins or Zach Wilson? Yeah, you got to start Kirk. You know, I understand it's the <laughs> Chiefs, but um, to me, I think uh, Kirk Cousins is the way to go. 
Yeah, yeah. That's that's where the uh, Zach Wilson talk ends. I agree. But uh, going over to my stinker of the week here, you know, kind of uh, previewed this one a little bit, but I'm going with quarterback Trevor Lawrence. You know, Trevor and this Jaguars offense just has been disappointing this far, just hasn't been what we expected to see in Trevor Lawrence making that jump this year. Um, and I just don't see much changing this week. You know, it's the second week in London, but still don't think that's really changed as much against this Bills defense. And like I said before, I mean, Bill's defense just slowed down Tua in this Miami offense that was just looking like nobody would stop him. So I don't really have much faith for Trevor this week. I agree. I think you got to sit him as well. Bill's defense is for real, one of the best in the in NFL. Uh, now, Tredavious White, after the year with Nikhil's injury, uh, means probably Kyrie Lam now becomes, you know, takes away, is no longer healthy and active for the Bills. Um, so they might be a little more susceptible to the pass. Um, but either way, I think this defense is going to be I tough. Just, I just don't think it matters for the Bills because they don't play man. You know, they just play yeah. that zone. So I really don't matter. I don't know if it matters without Trey White. We've seen them play without Trey White, and the defense didn't really seem to skip a beat before. So would you play Lawrence or would you play Sam Howell tonight against the Bears? I'd be playing Sam Howell tonight against probably the other worst defense besides the Broncos. <laughs> I'm with you. I mean, you saw what he did to the Eagles. That was super impressive. Um, I mean, that was enough for me to, to, to have confidence in him. So I'd go Howell as well. Uh, what about CJ Stroud? Um, you've been a big fan of his. He's going at Atlanta. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't love the matchup for Stroud. I, I do think it's tough, but I think I'd roll with him um, just because I don't, this that matchup with the Bills and this Jaguars offense just doesn't seem like it's rolling yet. Where the Texans offense, despite a tough matchup, we've we've seen that train kind of rolling with CJ Stroud there. I'm with you. I would go Stroud, but I don't really like either. Uh, that's really the yeah. problem. Um, if I were you, if I I would start Zach Wilson over both. Interesting. Ah, uh, it yeah. I mean, you're probably not wrong. I mean, Zach Wilson probably has the better ceiling with that better matchup than both of them. What about Joshua Dobbs? He's been consistent, very steady for the Cardinals. Do you play him or do you play Lawrence? Yeah, i i think I think I would play Dobbs over Trevor Lawrence. I just, I just I, safe option. Um, you know, more guaranteed points. I mean, i I just don't know. Like, obviously, Trevor Lawrence's ceiling's higher, but I think Dobbs has the higher floor if you're looking for a safer play at quarterback. I'd go Dobbs too. He's been a steady hand for them. Cardinals have been a lot more competitive than people thought. Um, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, and then I did see something, too. He also does better. Josh Dobbs also does better against man defense, and that's what Cincinnati plays a lot. So, And Marquise Brown also is better at beating man defense than zone defenses. So hmm. that could be an interesting connection this week. It's a good nugget right there, Joe. <laughs> How about for the running backs? What's your smash play, Joe? Yeah, you know, we keep uh, talking about this terrible Broncos defense and how we can get picks against it. So I'm going to go with Brees Hall. You know, we heard earlier this week, Jets said they're essentially taking the training wheels off for Brees Hall this week and not going to hold him back and not going to limit him anymore. And, you know, the Broncos defense is is number 32, and <laughs> they haven't been good at tackling. They haven't been good at running backs against the quarterbacks. Uh, not really good against anything. We just saw Khalil Herbert 
hit his first 100-yard game. He had been pretty mediocre up until playing the Broncos. So I think just with Brees' ability to hit those home run and to break the big ones, um, he's going to be a smash play this week. Mediocre for Khalil Herbert is a generous statement by you. I mean, he's been absolutely awful <laughs> up until the when he played the Broncos. But kind of interesting, this believe this was the game that he tore his ACL last year against the Broncos. So this will bring a lot yeah. of memories back for him. Yeah, and he, he uh before he did tear his ACL, he had a big like sixty yard run prior to that. So <laughs> Yeah, I agree with you. I think I expect this is the week that Brees Hall is gonna absolutely just go nuts. Um, if you have him uh, and you've been wondering whether you should play him or not, this is not the time to bench him, right? I, I think you have to start him. I'd be shocked. Delvin Cook is not is really irrelevant, honestly. Um, and he looks washed. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, no, no, um, <laughs> not not trying to uh, disrespect him in any way, but you know, I just think Brees Hall. You could just see the electricness of him. So, uh, would you start Brees Hall or Raheem Mostert, Joe? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, but, you know, Most I believe... Going up I would, against the Giants, who have been susceptible to the run. Yeah, I think I'd roll with Hall. You know, I do like Mostert, um, but his couple of fumbles last week, you know, has me concerned. Um, and then just the development of Devin Achan coming in there, uh, you know, makes me a little hesitant. I'm with you, definitely. Devin Achan has been more and more involved with that team. I, I'd rather go Brees Hall. How about Isaiah Pacheco going up against the Vikings? Yeah, I'm definitely starting Brees over Pacheco. You know, Pacheco had a great game against the Jets, but I don't know if that's going to continue. I'm going to take a wait-and-see approach with him. Uh, I just feel like this Chiefs backfield, you just never know who's who's it going to be. And the Vikings, I you know, have been pretty good against the run up until this point. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, no, no interest in in starting. Uh, I mean, not Alexander Madison. Hello, <laughs> Isaiah. No interest in starting Isaiah Pacheco. I'm with you. I, you know, uh, you just don't know which running back is. Is it McKinnon? Uh, they've been using Clyde Edwards Hilaire as well. Definitely go Brees. How about Aaron Jones? He's been dealing with some hamstring injuries. Um, you know, he was kind of involved a little bit. Not great last week. What do you think about him? Yeah, I think I'd. I think I'd go with Aaron Jones. Overhaul. What? Oh, yeah. no way. Why? I, I think Aaron Jones will be back. He's got the Raiders in, in a good matchup. Um, I, I think Aaron Jones, you, you know, we're getting to see. He had a great week one. I think that, the, you know, this pre-long, you know, they didn't utilize him a lot last Thursday night. I think the prolonged rest is going to help him. This is your bias. You have him on your team. That's why you say that. Not really. I did. I That's can't believe you're Wow, I'm, I'm very surprised in your line. I, I, I disagree. You definitely got it. Brees Hall's a smash. Aaron Jones is not going to smash as much as Brees Hall. No way. Eh, he could. We'll see. Well, my sleeper of the week could be a surprise here, but I'm going to go with Cam Akers. Uh, the Vikings traded for Cam Akers, and his first game really wasn't used at all. Second week, though, he had five carries for 40 yards and two catches for 11 yards. I think it's very possible that Cam Akers is going to start to take over this backfield uh, from Madison, who has been very inefficient thus far. Um, Chiefs are one of the better run-stopping defenses, so you could say on paper it's not the best matchup, but I do think that this is going to be a shootout. Uh, Vegas agrees with me. Uh, they have the highest over-under at 52.5 points compared to all the matchups, so I like Akers this week. 
Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I I don't like Akers. I I don't know what his involvement's going to be. Um, Alexander Madison actually had a pretty good uh, game this this past Sunday, um, and actually showed some things. I think he's been okay the last two games, so I don't think that Cam Akers just comes over and and, and takes over this backfield. But uh, put your Cam Akers love fest here to a test, Steve. Uh, would you go Zach Moss or Cam Akers? Well, do we know if Jonathan Taylor is coming back? I I think that Taylor is going to start. You do? Yep. Okay. I I don't know. That's a question heading up into it. But even if he doesn't, I don't think I'd play Moss. Titans run defense is no joke. Um, Jeffrey Simmons is is one of the best interior defensive linemen in all football. So for me, uh, even if he does, I know he's been getting a great amount of volume. But I, I, I think I'd rather go with Cam Akers. I might be nuts on this. Yeah, if Jonathan Taylor plays, I don't want anything to do with Zach Moss. If he doesn't, I would go Moss over Akers, personally. How about Ramondre Stevenson or Cam Akers? Another tough matchup. Saints have been stingy. Um, oof. Boy. I mean, Stevenson has been disappointed all year, right? I mean... Um, if I'm chasing yeah. the points, I'm going to go with K- Acres. I mean, I'm going to roll the dice, you know. Whereas uh, Stevenson, I don't really know what to expect, so I'll go Acres. Brother, you're going to make me actually say Acres now. I've never been a big Ramondre guy. That whole uh, Patriots backfield and offense just looks like a mess at this point. And you know, got a tough matchup against the Saints as well. I'll go Cam Acres. Um, how about Jameer Gibbs? This one's a really tough one because I actually like Gibbs a lot, but they're not using him, and I guess for good reason because David Montgomery is getting three touchdowns. But I don't know. You drafted Gibbs, you got to roll with him. I don't know. Maybe it's a sunk cost. Maybe you should change it because he doesn't get used enough. This is a tough one for me, but I think I got to go Gibbs. Yeah, definitely got to go Gibbs. Um, like you said, the draft capital is there, and I know he's been disappointing, but I feel like he's going to have to break out at some point. Um, and then also, you know, one thing to watch is Amonra St. Brown, if whether or not he plays, it's different than his just his toe. I, I believe he's got like an oblique thing going on right now. And I think if he doesn't play, Gibbs could get utilized more in the passing game at, in that short, quick yardage scenario. So that's something to monitor as well. So uh, what about the stinker of the week at running back? Who do you got? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Kyron Williams as my stinker. I know he's been, you know, he had a great game last week against the Colts. Got uh, two touchdowns. But I just, the Rams don't have a good matchup this week going against the Eagles, and they've got a really dominant defensive line. Um, You know, I also expect the Eagles to be playing with a lead and the Rams trying to come back from behind, which uh, I, you know, will limit the amount of rushing attempts Kyron gets. Um, I get that he could have more receptions, um, but I think this game could ultimately be similar to his performance that we saw in week three against the Bengals, you know, which was pretty disappointing. He had 10 carries for 38 yards and then ended up having two receptions in that game. So I think it's more likely we see that type of performance versus his 25 carries that he got last week against the Colts. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it's a difficult matchup, and people are going to look at last week and they want to play him, but uh, it's kind of a gamble. So I'm with you. I I would not be starting Kyron Williams either. How about Alvin Kamara? Had pretty heavily used. 
he was used quite heavily, I should say, in his first game coming back out of suspension. But he's at New England. Uh, do you start him? Yeah, I, I'd be fine playing Kamara. Like you said, that that utilization alone um, is is good enough for me. Same here. Um, I think that utilization he'll continue to have it. Uh, thought Kendry Miller could get more involved, really hasn't been. Uh, might be a redshirt year for him. How about James Cook going up against the Jaguars? Yeah, I'd be fine playing James Cook. Um, you know, I, I he's a guy I liked heading into the year and then really hasn't shown me any reason for me to not like him. Yeah, I think I'd start him too, but it's it, it's tight. It's a little bit tighter because just of the, the usage that Kyron Williams gets, but I'm, I'm going to go Cook. And then what about James Conner? He's going up against the Bengals. Yeah, I, I definitely – I think if you got James Conner, you just got to roll with him. He's a, I feel like he's a pretty much a solid play. Um, you know, doesn't get you crazy points, but I feel like he's just a solid running back play. Yeah, I, I agree. I think at the end of the day, uh, Conner has been very consistent. He's one of those bell cow running backs. There's not many out there. You got to roll with them. So are you enjoying this video so far? Well, if you are, show your support to our new channel by hitting the subscribe button and liking this video. We'll be creating videos all NFL season long, so you're not going to want to miss what we have in store. So going over to the wide receivers, my smash play of the week is wide receiver Christian Watson. He only played 46% of the snaps, uh, but was able to net four targets, 25 receiving yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Vegas secondary is one of the worst, uh, around 20th in the league against the receiver. Um, I think he's going to be more involved in this game plan, Joe, and I think he could smash uh, against this defense. I think you're going to agree with me on this. really think he could be a good option. Oh, yeah. I definitely agree with you, um, and I definitely could use that as a Christian Watson owner. <laughs> <laughs> but uh to put that to the test there steve would you go with kelvin ridley or christian watson i'm gonna go with christian watson you know kelvin ridley his usage is sparing it was christian kirk's game last week is it gonna be a kirk game a ridley game a kirk game a ridley game we, we don't really know uh bills are a tough matchup uh, i'm gonna roll with christian watson yeah i definitely agree with you there how about Zay Flowers or Christian Watson? Yeah, Zay Flowers going up against the Steelers. On paper, it's a good matchup. First time the rookies played against the Steelers. Does he make his mark? Mm. Uh, boy, that's a toughie. I think I roll Watson, but I like both. Yeah, I agree. I do like both, but I do I do give the edge to Watson on that. Um, plus, I mean, it's just tough because you know, Zay Flowers, I don't believe we've seen him get into the end zone yet, and a lot of his targets have been short, which, you know, Christian Watson should be able to get it down the field. How about Nico Collins or Christian Watson? I think you got to go Nico Collins. I mean, he's been one of the best receivers in football. I know it's going up against the Falcons. It's not the best matchup, but he's getting hyper-targeted, so I'm going to go with Collins. Yeah, I think if you want the higher ceiling, I'd go with Watson, but if you want a safer play, I can't fault you for rolling with Nico Collins. Like you said, he's just been so steady and seems to be the number one target in that Stroud-led offense. So going over to the sleeper side, Steve, I know you're not going to like this based on your comments, but my sleeper is tonight, John Dotson. Um, Dotson, I know, has been a disappointment thus far, um, but he has a nice matchup here against the Bears defense. And despite leaving the game last week due to an ankle injury, you know, he came back in the game and then managed to find the end zone for a touchdown. 
And the Commanders have the third highest matchup rating for wide receivers this week, according to the PFF Strength of Schedule tool. And I'm looking for Dotson to have a breakout performance tonight. You like that PFF Strength of Schedule tool. I do, you know, I just give them their credit and uh, it's <laughs> nice to look at to see who's got the matchups. Yeah, I mean, reality is matchup-wise is a good fit, but, I mean, Curtis Samuel has been more involved in this offense. I, I would maybe put him as a sleeper over Dotson. I just think Dotson's been uh, his target. I mean, I mean, you've even seen Sam Howell be targeting the likes of Diami Brown. I don't know. I just... Um... That was after Dotson came out of the game, though. Okay, well, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> you stopped me in my tracks. <laughs> but would you start? I know you like Christian Watson. Would you start Christian Watson or Jahan Dotson? Oh, I much definitely rather start Chris Watson. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. That's not even close. What about Tank Dell, the rookie? He's done pretty good. He's had good games, not so good games. Yeah, I think I would go with Dotson uh, over uh, Tank Dell. You know, we've seen that one game. He was disappointing last week. Uh, you know, I just the up and down performances could be there, and I don't really like the Falcons matchup either. I don't really like either, to be honest with you, but if I had to pick one, I'll go Dotson. It's a better matchup. There and then go. what about Jordan Addison going up against the Chiefs? He did not yeah, do start- so well. I want to say he got you a goose last week. Yeah, I am starting Dotson over Addison. What? Um, yeah. Oh, I disagree. You got to start Addison. I think he gets back on track. I don't know. His last couple of games have been rough, Steve. I just I don't know if I can trust him. Mm, interesting. I think that's a good matchup for him. So going over to my stinker of the week, Got wide receiver Jameis Williams. I'm, I have him in a lot of leagues, but he's coming back early from a suspension. Uh, but I have my doubts. You know, I believe last year when he returned from an injury, and I know it's an it was an injury, not a suspension, um, but he only played in 11% of the snaps. I think he could be on a snap count. I just think he's going to take a little bit to get involved in that offense. I would wait to play Jameis Williams if possible. Um, I do know there's a, quite a few buys, so you may have to play him. Yeah, I would definitely, you know, not. I, I'm definitely taking the wait and see approach of Jamison Williams, and wouldn't be rushing him out there to, you know, to put him in my lineup this week. Um, would you start Rasheed Rice or Jamison Williams? Rasheed Rice is becoming more and more involved in this offense. It seems like, and I do think it's going to be a shootout, like we talked about with the Chiefs, uh, so and the Vikings. So I'm going to go with Rasheed Rice on that one. Yeah, I, I would definitely be willing to do that as well. How about Michael Wilson or Jameson Williams? Mm, I think I'm going to go Michael Wilson. Look, I mean, he was the waiver wire darling probably of your league, um, heavily involved. Uh, not the best matchup, but I'm, that's why I'm that concerned for Jameson Williams. Yeah, you, you said it. It's not the best matchup for Michael Wilson, uh, but I would definitely go with Michael Wilson. We, we've seen it. I think he can build off that performance last week and thought he was an interesting player. Uh, you know, coming out of college when the Cardinals drafted him. How about Jordan Addison or Jamison Williams? Well, I know you don't like Jordan Addison, but I'd still roll with Addison. I think um, he'll be on the field quite a bit. And like I said, it'll be a shootout. So I'm going to roll with Addison. Yeah, it's not that I don't like Jordan Addison. I just like Jahan Dotson this week more than him. But I would definitely play Addison over Jamison <laughs> Williams. So my smash play of the week for the tight end position, Joe. Uh, you know, I might just be uh, <laughs> kicking myself here uh, and, and really, uh, what's the word, 
<laughs> punishing myself. Yeah, glutton for punishing. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Dolan Kincaid as a smash play of the week. Look, Jaguars are top five friendly matchup for tight ends. Um, he'll be involved uh, in some game. I just don't know when, but until I get it right, I'm going to keep rolling him out there. Um, if there's any position you're going to take a gamble on, it's going to be the tight ends. I mean, it's somewhat concerning that his snap count has regressed since week one, uh, but I think it's a good matchup. Uh, this might be his week, and because I can't really rely on many tight ends here, uh, I'm going to roll with him. Yeah, I, I think it's a good play. I mean, Look, we just saw John o. Smith have a really good game for the Falcons last week against the Jaguars. Um, you, you know, and that's and that's John o. Smith. So I, I definitely, you know, it just it's the one tough thing. It's kind of you know the question in Buffalo is it going to be Dawson Knox? Is it going to be Kincaid? But Kincaid is a better talent. Sometimes, like you said, he's going to have to break out and show and show something. And it, maybe it is this week against the Jags. But. Uh, Let's uh, go to just some comparison players here. Would you start Darren Waller or Dalton Kincaid? This is really hard because Waller has been such a bust. Uh, I mean, he, he thought he was going to be so good. This hasn't been involved. He's going up against Miami, which is a good matchup. I think I got to go Waller, but it's close. Yeah, I would go Waller as well. It, it definitely is close. You know, he's been disappointing. This is... You no, know, this is just where you got to watch the headlines, man. You know, everyone was saying, oh, uh, you know, Daniel Jones can't stop throwing to this guy in training camp and preseason and all this. And then it's like the regular season's here and he's throwing it everywhere else. And it's not like they have, you know, elite wide receiver weapons to go away from this guy. I'm just really surprised that Dayball hasn't figured out a way to get him the ball. I mean, I think he's yeah. one of the better offensive minds in football what he did last year maybe just people have tape now on what they did before but i mean daniel jones has looked absolutely miserable you and i both talked about it. i don't have a lot of confidence in him as a quarterback i thought it was a mistake they gave him that contract but you did not think so uh, you might be agreeing with me now yeah we'll see i just think that offense changes so much without saquon barkley not to make an excuse but that i mean he really makes that thing run but yeah i mean it probably it right now it looks like they you know they might have much rather just been able to pivot off of them after this year. Um versus No pun that. intended. Make the offense mean? run. Oh, I didn't even realize that, but <laughs> yeah, no pun intended for sure. <laughs> but uh going to the next player here, how about Kyle Pitts or Kincaid? Take your choice of uh, monster energy drink flavors. I'm going to go with uh, Dallin Kincaid. Look, it's the same thing, right? You want Pitts, they're the uber-athletic players. You want them to perform. Will they get the target volume to do it? I'll go Kincaid. Yeah, that's where I trust uh, Allen to get Kincaid the ball versus, you know, Ritter actually giving catchable targets to Kyle Pitts. Agreed. And how about Jake Ferguson or Dallin Kincaid? Boy, Ferguson is probably a waiver wire darling in most leagues. He's going up against the Niners. That's a tough linebacker core. I think I go Kincaid. And maybe I'm nuts, but I'm going to go Kincaid. Yeah, I even though it's a tough matchup, I got to keep rolling with Jake Ferguson. Uh, Dak Prescott likes to throw to the tight ends. They could have to play some catch up. Um, so I'll roll with Ferguson on that. And then uh, going into our sleeper tight ends, I'm going with Tyler Conklin this week. Uh, Jets, once again here, Steve, the PFF strength is schedule tool. Here it Jets comes. Have, Jets have the second best tight end matchup this week. Uh, Zach Wilson, you know, looked better against the Chiefs. He looked 
decent. He made some plays. And, you know, the Chiefs were looking like they were going to, you know, they, they had a top five defense um, and had really been playing well. But uh, Zach Wilson and the Jets had some success. And Broncos are, like we keep saying, you know, the worst defense in football at this point. And I think Conklin could build off of his performance that he had six targets, four receptions for 58 yards last week. And maybe he finds the end zone this week. We just saw Komet have a breakout game, and I don't think he's very good. Yeah, that's a bold move on your part. I, I, Tyler Conklin is not a guy I necessarily would like to start, to be honest with you. Um, but, I mean, the, the, the numbers speak to it, and, I mean, he ended up having a really good season last year. Uh, would you start Pitts or Conklin? Yeah, I, I would roll out Conklin. I I have more faith in him. I, I That's what I mean. I, I don't – if you got Kyle Pitts, I just – I think I would be fine dropping him. Wow. See, I think I'd start Pitts. I'm sorry. I just – I can't get behind well, the Conklin. Be, you're going to be disappointed. John Wu Smith is going to continue to be better than him. <laughs> I can't. I dra- I, if you drafted Pitts, I can't be starting Conklin over Pitts. I, I got to start Pitts. Fair enough. There's just too much excitement. I don't want to miss the the week that he goes off for time. What excitement? We've seen no excitement. There's only disappointment with him. All right. How about Dalton Schultz? Uh, You've been liking him, and he hasn't been doing you a lot of favors lately. No, I'm going Conklin over Schultz. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Why is that? Uh, I mean, Atlanta's got a decent defense, um, and I just think – you know, despite being a young quarterback, C.J. Stroud doesn't seem to really be targeting that tight end position. I don't really like either, to be honest with you, but I'll go ahead and go with uh, Conklin. He made me yeah, say there it. we go. He made me <laughs> say it. Uh, how about Luke Musgrave? I, this is where the line's the drawn, Steve. Line's drawn there. Start Luke Musgrave over Conklin against the Raiders. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, yeah, and he's. Uh, it seems like he's cleared the concussion protocol. He practiced in full today. So he should be good to go for Monday night. And honestly, it looks like from what I could, what I saw, like literally if you get a concussion, it's looking more than likely you miss the next game. Um, you know, like the the checks that they have to do now, it, it, it really you miss your game usually. Yeah, I think the fact that he it happened on Thursday night and then they're playing Monday night, I think that increases the chance that he's going to be okay. But typically you're correct. You do see that player miss the following game. It is a little bit of a gamble, though, because it is Monday night, though, that if he doesn't end up playing, then you're getting a goose. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, to be honest with you, and it's not even like you can rely on the Raiders' side for a tight end. So no. I guess I guess if you're still nervous about Musgrave, you know, maybe you do roll out Connick Glenn uh, on Sunday. i go Musgrave on that one. Uh, my stinker of the week is Ty and Evan Ingram. He's been targeted eight times the past three games, but the Bills are a bottom five defense for tight ends. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure I would sit him, to be honest with you, uh, because the tight end landscape is so bad. I just think he's going to disappoint, and that's what we define a stinker as. It's not to say necessarily you should sit this player, but I think you're going to be in for a disappointment. I just don't think he's going to perform as, as well as he has been. Yeah, I think that's fair. But to your point, if you got Evan Ingram, I think you got to play him. But maybe just temper those expectations because, um, you know, the Bills' defense definitely is tough. But uh, how about some comparison players here? Would you roll out Tyler Higby or Evan Ingram? Hmm. It's, it's, 
I don't know. It's in LA, right? So you're, you're not, the elements elements are not going to be a factor, right? So, boy, that's tough. Higby's going to be playing in LA. The stadium yeah. is. It's not going to be any weather. I'm going to go Higby. Hmm. I I would still. I'll roll with Ivan Ingram over Tyler Higby still. Um, the, the Jags have just been utilizing him too much and Higby's been a little bit of a disappointment, but how about Zach Ertz or Evan Ingram? I'm going to play Ertz. Um, they've been heavily utilized, um, going up against Cincinnati. It's a decent matchup. I go, I go Ertz. I agree. I'd be, I'd be willing to wildly enough, the guy who's old and coming off an ACL, I'm willing to go with Zach Ertz over Evan Ingram as well. Um, how about Ferguson or Evan Ingram? Yeah, that's where I draw the line. I'm going to go with Evan Ingram. I, I'm a little bit nervous about the San Francisco 49ers defense. I think they could overwhelm the Cowboys. So uh, I'm going to go Ingram. Hmm. They both don't have very good matchups. I don't really like them. But, um, yeah, I'll go with Evan Ingram over Ferguson. they both been utilized quite a bit, but Jags definitely seem to get Evan Ingram involved. So heading over to our stacks of the week, Joe, we identify a quarterback and a receiver that we like uh, that are going to do really well together. Who do you have for your stack of the week? Yeah, I'm going with uh, Jordan Love and Christian Watson. Um, look, I, I found a surprising stat. Oh, Love, boy, here we go. Love currently has the highest depth of target in the NFL at 10.5 yards, and he's got their deep threat is back in Christian Watson and – he definitely should be able to beat that man coverage with the Raiders. Look at that nugget, Joe. I like it. Uh, I mean, I agree with you. I think Watson's going to do really well this week, so I'm right on with you. I can't pick that, though. We can't have the same stack. That would be unfair. Uh, but I like <laughs> your stack. My stack's going to be Anthony Richardson and Michael Pittman. Uh, you know, Colts going up against the Titans of division matchup. I think Anthony Richardson's going to put a mark on this rivalry in the AFC South. Uh, and like we talked about, Titans defense, their secondary is absolutely brutal. Uh, Michael Pittman has been have more heavily targeted than I anticipated. Uh, so I'm going to go with Richardson and Pittman as my stack of the week. Yeah. I um, feel like it's a little risky there with the Michael Pittman end. Um, but I, I like it. Uh, you know, I do like the matchup. Um, but i just curious, you know, Pittman had been getting heavily utilized, and then he had one catch for 15 yards last week. That's the only thing that concerns me a little bit. I know, but I think that this is you know, going to be – Rams are decent, Titans are bad. So I'm going to roll with the gamble on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, I think the you know, Titans secondary definitely can be exploited. It's, a, it's not a bad play. So that does it for our starts and sets for week five. Hopefully uh, our recommendations that we provide you help you to win your matchups this week. Uh, join us next Thursday. We always do a live start sit. Uh, we, we're happy to be able to answer any questions that you have related to who you should start or if you just have general fantasy football questions, that's why we're here. Uh, so make sure to go ahead and check us out next week. Thank you so much for watching and until next time.